Hello and welcome back to the Beginner's Guide to Photography with me, Dan Locke. Now, in today's episode, we're talking about how to grow on Instagram as a photographer. It is 2021, and I should say immediately, at the time of recording this, it I am actually in a park right now. I'm in a park in Southampton, right next to the Solent, the Itchen River, and I'm next to all these cruise ships. So if you do hear any crows or seagulls or big, massive cruise ship horns going off, you know exactly why. So just thought I'd put that out there right now. Now, on today's episode, I thought I'd say real quick is that I'm dividing this up into a four-part series. Not only am I doing this podcast, but I'm also doing this series on my YouTube channel. I will put links to everything in the show notes below. So if you'd rather watch a video on this, you can do so because I'll throw up some examples and things. It'll be more aesthetically pleasing for you and you'll it'll give your eyes something to do. If not, you can also listen to this podcast. Um, If you want to have something for your eyes to do, go to Instagram and have a look at my account, which is at Dan underscore Lock. And you can just have a little flick through and see what I'm about. Um, But uh, yes, today and for the next couple episodes, we're talking about how to grow on Instagram as a photographer. It's very, very important that I say as a photographer because, you know, each to their own, but I don't use social media um, for any personal, I don't have any personal accounts, I don't put my life on Instagram, I don't put my life on any social media, I don't shout out about it, I don't don't show personal photos, I don't tell everybody what I'm doing as such, everything that I do is for my business, so I have multiple businesses such as this photography um, business which I'm kickstarting and I also have my personal training account which I you know, and I've got my cycling thing. I don't really tend to use more on that later, but um, you know, I've got these various things going on. But at no no point am I posting my own personal life. I don't. I, that's not what I'm about. So I want you to either before starting this whole Instagram thing, if you're new to you know having a brand, having a photography account, I want you to really think about maybe your current Instagram um, and think can I convert this into my Instagram account or do I have to start a new one and just because you might already have all these you know posts on your personal Instagram account where you don't want to get rid of and that's fine that is absolutely fine what I would suggest is maybe starting a new one maybe you know it doesn't matter about name the name will come later but uh, you could just call yourself, you know, your first or last name and photography at the end, if you want. That's what everyone seems to do. Um, I've just kept it as my name. I think it's simple. I think the shorter your Instagram handle, the better, because people can remember it. But uh, it's completely up to you. See what's available. Um, so, yeah, I just thought I'd make it clear that I only use social media for business. I think it's great for businesses and starting uh, a brand or if you're trying to sell something you know, a market to a certain audience. I think social media is amazing for that, but I just don't like the whole putting my, I'm a very private person. I like to keep my private life private. So you might be the same. So just before we start, I want to make that clear that you might have to start a new account, which is very easy. Um, Or 
you know have your current account that you've got now but just curate it to so that the the viewer knows exactly what you're about and knows that know exactly what they're going to get when they follow you very important and we'll talk about that later in another series in in another episode so get comfy we're going to talk about um the technical stuff today so this is part one of how to grow on instagram as a photographer now of course even if you're not a photographer you might find some value in this you might be able to apply some of the methods that we talk about to your your different maybe you have a different business maybe you just you might be able to use this this stuff in your personal account who knows but just for you know for time being we're mainly focusing on photography okay and for beginners so yes today we're talking about the technical side of things so little things that you can switch and start implementing in your when you come when it comes to posting on instagram so that you can really kickstart your growing on instagram so little things you might not have known known before so the first thing you want to do is open up instagram and go to your settings page I think it's under accounts and what you want to do is flip the switch from having a personal account to having a business account. Now, why is that important? I hear you ask. Well, you don't have to, but it really does help because you can see your insights. And what that is, is it shows you graphs and sort of results and uh, feedback and things like that of your viewers and in the the activity that your viewers have within your account so for example you can see what posts do really well what posts have the most likes what when your account has the most activity like what times of the day what times of the day uh, what times of the week sorry and you can see all of these things these sort of like uh, it's like market research really and you can you can say for example mine I can have a look at my insights and I can see that um, according to the graphs that the majority of my audience like and comment and they show the most activity around 6pm every day and it's quite important because then I can say right I'm going to upload a post just before 6pm every day or try to at least um, so that that'd be a really good idea for you like just to obviously trial out your instagram for like a week posting at different times and then you can have a look at your insights and and find out you know when is the best time to post what i've been doing at the moment is posting a photo during in the morning and a lot of uh, you know it gets a lot of people looking at my posts throughout the day but i get the majority of my activity and interactions engagements in the evening when everybody's sort of finished work and they've got more free time so just to give you an idea you know it kind of helps to know when to post and of course what to post now what i mean by that is like i said this will break down and show you what your what what your best photos are what what not not necessarily what your best photos are but what photos do well so Instagram insights can actually show you your most liked photos. For example, some of mine like are let's use an example of one of my most liked photos is a photo of a um, Highland cow. When we were in Scotland, I took a photo of this this uh, Highland cow, and that's done very very well. It's one of my top 
top post like most liked photos so I know that my current audience would love it if I posted more moody photos of Scotland you know of like a highland cow for example but I'm not going to constantly that's not all I'm going to post because that would just be very dull so but I do know that you know every now and then I can chuck up a moody photo and I know that it'll do well and that's the whole point of why it's important to have this insights and have a look and see what is doing well so that you can sort of target your audience basically so that's quite a nice idea um the other thing is what you want to do with knowing your insights um say for example I said that I post before 6 p.m because of you know the amount of activity that happens at that time now I know that I can be very consistent and that is a very 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 key thing with growing on Instagram is be consistent now that doesn't mean post multiple times a day it doesn't mean necessarily post every single day that's just something that I do because it keeps me thinking creatively I like to think that I've got like a challenge that every day I need to put up a post and that that I love photography so I love taking photos I love editing photos and I like posting photos that I like you know hearing what other people have got to say and getting feedback from it so for me personally I post every day because I love it I love it and I really it drives me to be creative and it keeps me on my toes so but you might post every other day which is fine or or three times a week but the main thing is is that you be consistent okay you you be absolutely consistent and because there's nothing worse than following someone and you get value from their content but they post like once a month or they post loads of photos all at once and then they leave it for a couple of months and then they post again because they've fallen in and out of love with it but because for me I need if I'm going to follow someone I would like to see more of their work like knowing like for example there's a YouTube channel that I watch and they post a video every Monday so I know that every Monday that I can look forward to watching one of these videos. If they didn't post, I'm going to get upset. <laughs> but that, you know what I mean. So it's important to be consistent. Okay, next up we're going to talk about hashtags. Okay, this is a debatable thing because obviously when Instagram started, you could just take a photo of like a beach with a dog on it, with a red bull... Uh, the dog has a red ball, not a red ball drink, an actual ball that is red. <laughs> and you could just, you know, post that photo and use hashtags like beach, dog, red, ocean, waves, and, you know, it'd be great. But now these hashtags are tied in with so many millions and millions of other photos that if you did use those hashtags now, which we're going to call big hashtags, you know, hashtags that have been used so, so much that are just so vague. If you did use those, your photos would just get absolutely lost in the feed, in the explore page or whatever you want to call it. So now I think it's very, very important to use what we're going to call smaller hashtags. Hashtags that haven't been used. And um, every time you type in a hashtag, it will come up with the amount the number that it has been used in a post so for example if you take that same picture of a dog now and instead of saying like you know hashtag beach you could you could put hashtag beach captures or 
something like that or you know instead of putting ocean you could put like uh, you could even hashtag the place like you could put visit the Isle of Wight or visit you know Brighton wherever you are you could you know put other words in your hashtags to find the smaller hashtags and why is that important well I found out that obviously these smaller hashtags have got every time you look at a hashtag anyway it's going to come up with the top posts you know the posts with the most likes and the most activity and then it's got another category which is recent which is all of the photos that are most recent with that hashtag now when you use a smaller hashtag you've got a better chance of being at the top of the top category if that makes sense so if for example if you looked at the hashtag ocean um if you looked at the all those hashtags uh, sorry all those photos within the ocean hashtag at the top you're going to see photos that are probably years old you know that are just staying at the top and there's just going to be so so many different posts whereas if you use a smaller hashtag you know we're talking between a thousand and maybe a hundred thousand photos within that hashtag you're going to have a better chance at getting at the top and having your post seen more than using a very vague big hashtag hopefully that makes sense i know that can be very confusing um another thing with hashtags is instagram gives you like 30 hashtags now okay and I would suggest using about 25, maybe 27 hashtags straight away when you post your photo. Maybe put it in a comment after you've posted or put it at the very bottom of your caption so it's out of the way and people don't really see it because it's not that important, um, you know, with your post and your viewer. So I would suggest in your hashtags is uh, just, yeah, keep them sort of in a ca- uh, a comment or something like that um the other thing what i was going to say is you want to tag the location every time you post as well so for example if i'm if i'm in if i'm on the isle of wight where i live and i'm in a, a beach called ventnor i'm i'm in two minds about this as well at the moment but i at the moment would just use the location isle of wight because i think people are going to search for the isle of wight rather than search for Ventnor. Do you know what I mean? Especially if you're posting a, a photo and it's not obvious where you are, I would I would use the main location, or the main town, the main city, the main country, as your main location. Because you can tag it at the top. I think that's important because, you know, when we went to Scotland not too long ago I took a photo and I didn't really know where I was <laughs> there's one one uh, uh, one example I didn't know where we were the exact place but I knew that we were in the Isle of Skye so that's what I used for the location there was another time where I just couldn't pronounce I couldn't spell it I couldn't pronounce the the location and I'm thinking a lot of other people if they're searching for this location they're not going to spell it correctly either they're not going to know what it is so just for that argument's sake, I I put Scotland um, as the location because I just thought people were going to search that more. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, so back to hashtags. Um, the reason why I use about 25 to 27 hashtags is because sometimes after you've posted a post, sometimes you might remember 
other hashtags that you wanted wanted to use and of course when you get to 30 hashtags instagram does not let you use other hashtags so that is when if i just if i do a post and a couple hours later after i've posted i and i've remembered to use a i've remembered there's another hashtag i can then put it in the comment section and it will work if that makes sense so i think it's important to just leave a couple out so you can add them in later Okay, so moving on um, with this technical part one in the series, the technical side of things, what you can do to boost your Instagram growth is tag companies and brands. Now, what I mean by that is when you do a post and you're a photographer, um, how to get noticed or how to get your photos out there is what you can do is say you're taking a photo of a product um, you like for example the other day I took a photo of my camera that I use it's a Canon 70D and what I did is I took a photo of the camera and I in the post I tagged Canon UK okay didn't think anything of it but I just gave it give it a little a little tag and it turns out a couple of weeks later they found my post and they not only do they start following me which is amazing little uh, mini celebration there is cuz canon follows about 500 people but they've got a reach they've got an audience of about 5 uh, sorry 500,000 people so they've got 500,000 followers and they follow 500 people and i just felt really sort of like i don't know I just thought, oh, that's that's really cool, a little mini celebration that they've decided to give me a little follow. So, yeah, not only have they followed me, they liked a bunch of my photos, and they've got in touch with me, and they want me to send them sort of like a high re- resolution of a few photos that I took, and they're going to repost my photo in the future, um, which is very, very exciting, because, you know, that stuff rarely, rarely happens to, like, a smaller a smaller brand or a smaller account so super pleased about that they're going to be posting a photo that's got a massive reach and it's going to be you know the audience of canon are going to be predominantly predominantly uh photographers which is great because i'm all about showing people how to use their camera properly and i'm all about beginners guides to photography so i thought this is amazing so and that all just came from tagging the company in my post which is why I think it's important that you should tag brands in your post. So say, for example, you're doing, a, yeah, you're doing your product photography, or maybe you've just got something in your photo like food, or a lo- maybe you're in a location. Here's another example. I said before about being on the Isle of Wight, maybe I went to a beach called uh, Sandown Beach, and I took a photo of something there. In the location, I can obviously tag the location, but in the post, I can also tag the post, like in the picture, I can tag the picture. I can put, you know, I can put at symbol and then have a search for in the location, like Sandown, and then see what comes up. And it turns out they've got like an amusement park there on the pier. It turns out they've got a couple of restaurants nearby. And also there's a whole Isle of Wight thing where they've got visit the Isle of Wight. They've got another one which is like Isle of Wight photos or Isle of Wight photographers. And I just tagged all these people. And, you know, 
these people, these companies then saw my post and a couple of them put it on their stories. They reposted my, you know, my name is all over their stories. They also put it in their own profile, in their grid. They posted the photo, which is amazing. It's absolutely amazing. It's just the reach, even if they're like small accounts. um, But, you know, it's of that place. It just gives you a bit more of a reach and you never know who's going to see it. You never know who's going to then follow you back. So it's a good way to gain other followers from that place when, when you're there. So that is tagging locations. That is tagging brands. Another thing what you can do is it depends on the type of photo you take now. So maybe you're a landscape photographer maybe you're a you know a travel photographer i don't know but what i've done in the past is i've taken lots of photos in nature landscapes when we've gone to different countries and what i've done is i've ta- there's these accounts that repost your photos but their account is based on things like moody photos or sunset photos uh, or you know travel photos or even there's like accounts that only post photos with subjects that wear yellow jackets. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, so yeah, there's, there's these accounts which have, you know, collectives of... They have all these different posts and their whole purpose is to repost other people's work. Sort of to feature other people's work. So I would, I would definitely look out for some. There's just off the top of my head, if you're doing landscape photos... Um, there's accounts called there's an account called Eclectic Shots. There's an account called Voyaged. There's one called like Earth Earth Tones, Earth Picks, um, Moody Tones. Have a look. There's loads and loads and loads of these accounts that repost photos that might you know match your aesthetic. So look out for these and what you can do is tag them regularly in your post so that they can look at it and they might have their own hashtag as well you might want to use but may the main thing is is that you're you're trying to get you're trying to get that chance to have your your photo your work seen by other accounts that have a bigger reach than you and what you can do is get featured on their account and then you have you know, you're more likely to get followed by their audience as well, which is great. That's what we're trying to do. Um, Another thing what you can do is, I just had it there in my head. Um, We'll come back to that. But another thing what you can do is write alternative text. So when you do a post, you'll see in your photo that you there's an option there's an option to tag people in the post in on the photo there's also an option to write alternative text now i'm not a hundred percent sure on what that is but what i've been told is that it's it's uh text for people that are visually impaired or or you know people that are nearly blind basically and they can they can see they can have this text read to them so they know what's in what they're looking at I, that's what i've been told it could be wrong but what you could do just to get an extra reach to people is to write in the alternative text box what is on the photo so for example i took a photo of my my partner chloe in in scotland at a waterfall so i'm going to type in waterfall 
Um, I'm going to type waterfall, uh, Scotland, nature, moodiness, clouds, mountains, etc. And that will be in the the alternative text. So, yeah. <sighs> what, we, what else can we talk about? We could talk about um, captions, how to write captions. Um, basically, when you when it comes to writing a caption, just be authentic. And that will come up in another part in this series. But the main thing is is to... You could either use your whole caption and write like an essay, because I know a lot of people like to write essays. I think it's good to use um, the whole amount of text. Or you could you could just keep it nice short and sweet and you could just maybe write a caption you could write a caption with a question for example (laughs) you might want to say has anyone else been here um or does anyone else have this issue you know just keep your captions sort of nice maybe have a question so that people are more likely to engage with your post or just keep it nice and sweet um but obviously the worst thing that i've seen is people just have they, they just have like a bunch of hashtags, no caption, just hashtags. And I just think that's just so boring and just doesn't explain what you were feeling, what you were thinking about and what this photo means to you or what it's about. So I, I think you should take time and write your captions. And I think, you know, the other thing is don't be ignorant, obviously. But yeah, captions is a big, big thing. And Another thing what you could do is after you've written your caption is at the bottom you could maybe tag, not tag, maybe you could use that space at the bottom to write out the actual location. You could use that space to tell people what camera you used, what lens you used, or you could even write what f-stop you used and shutter speed and ISO. It's completely up to you. Some people are interested in that sort of thing, so depends on who your audience is that's the other thing you've got to keep in your mind is who's my audience what do they want to know okay so have a think about that um another thing you want to do is tag yourself now this is a something that i've only just really done myself because i thought it, it just seems a bit stupid but what i do now is i tag myself in the post, in the caption, I put the at symbol and I put my name either at the top or at the bottom and just point to it with an emoji and say, this is me. <laughs> just so that people have another, you know, people that don't follow you, they have uh, the option there to click on your profile and see more, you know, especially if they're scrolling through on the Explore and they come across me and they can they can go to my profile. I'm just putting it there in black and white for them. So, so yeah, that's Instagram. Um, how to grow on Instagram, the technical things. Obviously, there's other things that you can do. For example, if you've got a YouTube account, you can put a link to your Instagram in your YouTube account on your channel. You can also put your... You can link your Instagram elsewhere on other platforms and things like that, and your website, and you link it all together. Uh, another thing you can do is you can link your socials together like Twitter and Instagram and Facebook all work together there's you can link them together so that when you do a post not only do you post it on Instagram but you can post it on Twitter and Facebook page so that's quite a nice feature so that is the main 
things that we're going to talk about with the technical stuff. Hopefully you've got something out of this. And next we're going to be talking about aesthetics. So how your, your Instagram looks. We're going to be talking about the grid in part two. Thank you so much for listening to this. Of course, you can have a look down in the show notes and find links to everything. And uh, yeah, follow me on Instagram. Let's start a conversation and uh, I'll answer as many questions as I can. Um, I've got a website coming very, very soon. Um, so stay, in, stay tuned for that. And of course, like I said, if you prefer to watch video versions of what I'm talking about in today's topic, you can find me on YouTube. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. That was part one. Next, part two, we're going to be talking about aesthetics. I'll see you there.